All right, on this episode of In the Loop, it is 2012. We have been on hiatus, but we're back. It has been a while. I'm glad we're back. A lot of uh, vacations, holidays, this and that, and uh, did our taxes. Um, and the cool thing about doing taxes uh, is then you can then go to the uh, Mitt Romney Wealth Calculator. Bonjour, je m'appelle Mitt Romney. And enter in what you made last year, mm-hmm. and it'll tell you how long it takes Mitt Romney to earn just as much. So I'm going to enter my my uh, my what I made last year. Okay. <laughs> what I made uh, last year, and it took Mitt Romney seven hours. 41 minutes and one second to for Mitt Romney to make what I made last year. And how long at that salary would it take you to make what Mitt Romney made last year? This is an unusual interview. <laughs> All right, let's do it again. Well, if I kept my salary or what I made last year, um, just to make what Mitt Romney made in 2010, it would take me 1,140 years, 25 days, 19 <laughs> hours, 39 minutes, and 17 seconds just to make what Mitt Romney made in 2010. 1,140 years. All right. Not too bad. Yeah. People are living longer these days, so. (laughs) All right. So, um. We're well on our way to wealth. That's right. I like silly stuff, too. I mean, I like the uh, the Twilight series. I thought that was fun. (laughs) Someday we'll make Mitt Romney money. No, we won't. No, we won't. We'll never make Mitt Romney money. That's crazy. 10,000 bucks. (laughs) $10,000 bet. Do you think Mitt Romney shops at Mexican Produce? <laughs> well, Mitt Romney doesn't need to save the money that we save. But if he was just starting off on the road to extreme, enormous wealth, I think he would shop at Mexican Produce. Tell uh, tell everyone what Mexican Produce is. It's in the kind of wholesale neighborhood up in northeast, sort of north of Union Station near Gallaudet. And there's a solid square block of all wholesale butchers and produce and tchotchkes. Let's and... go to our kitchen. So here's our uh, our like fruit and vegetable bowl. It's like a mound of onions and bananas and plantains and sweet potatoes and acorn squash and just everything. Grapefruit, lemon, avocado, lime. So the prices at Mexican produce, you don't have to be a wholesale person to buy there, but I think that is where a lot of restaurants go. Um, are just so unbelievably cheap. We discovered it maybe three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And if we leave with two full bags, two full canvas grocery bags of produce, it's cost us between 14 and $16. We've had three bags for a whopping $18. So a pound of onions is like $0.69. Cents. A pound of green peppers is $0.99. Cents. A tray of bananas is a dollar. For reference at Teeter, I think green peppers are a buck ninety nine each. Yeah, something like that. Um, it's just crazy. We bought a bag of clementines for a dollar. <laughs> I get a tray of Brussels sprouts for a dollar fifty. It's 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 like the real Eastern market. Like Eastern yeah. markets like where people go and like they get to feel like they're going to a market. No, we go to the hardcore hole yeah. in the wall market. I mean, it is no frills. It's definitely uh, low overhead costs because they're not wasting money on lighting or <laughs> displays. And it's all crammed in there. I will say, I don't think we're shopping organic. I think the peppers this week might have had an organic label on them and we were like, whatever. <laughs> but um, I don't think we're shopping organic and... I think you can't really go to Mexican produce with a grocery list, you know, or like a recipe where it's where, you know, okay, I need these 10 things because 
it's kind of hit or miss with what they have. Um, so you, you just kind of have to go with what they have and then do your your cooking around it. But it is a really wide variety. And I think it's probably at least 50% cheaper than Teeter. I mean, two big bags of produce at Teeter would cost us $40 and more. Exactly. All right, so we're just watching Mad Men right now in anticipation for the new season. Um, Abby, do you think that they should uh, push back the new season to a later date, or should they? <laughs> it's been 700 days or something since the last episode of season four. So March 25th is when this is supposed to start up again. Thank God. So um, as somebody who's been watching like the first like few seasons over and over and over and over again, you know, because you love your Mad Men, um, what, uh, what, what have you learned from watching them again that you didn't notice the first time around? Um, I like the Peggy and John relationship a lot more. John? Yes, may I speak with you? I just... I wanted to get you a card of a present. It'd be nice if I gave you a gift for once and you didn't wonder if I wanted something. Knock yourself out. I don't want you to think I never listened to you. It's just we can't all be you. Be that as it may, I do take some credit for your success here. I think I've, I think the character development, especially the female characters is a little slower and more subtle in the first few seasons because by season four, it's more like, you know, Peggy's been promoted and they're more vital and obvious as part of success of the new firm. But in the first few seasons, it's like their struggles and the relationships they have, I think are really interesting, but they're, they seem less obvious of a focal point of the show. I feel like by season four, it was pretty blatant that the women were steering the ship in a lot of ways. Um, but, yeah, I've seen season one and two and now three, I feel like, 11 times. And I've seen season four maybe once. So I'm really hoping in this run-up to March 25th where AMC shows uh, Mad Men every Sunday morning that they get to season four enough uh, soon enough that I can watch it repeatedly. So I feel really well-versed when we launch into new episodes if i remember when season four originally aired like you were in the throngs of like a, a an election so you couldn't even really like pay attention i think that's right it's god it's been a while but you know the costumes are great um it, i never get tired of watching their hair and their clothes and like accessories that joan wore throughout all of the seasons i didn't even notice until more recently because I just hadn't been paying that much attention. So now I feel like you can really study it when you're watching the same episodes on repeat over and over again. So would you rather, who is it, like Matthew Weiner? Mm-hmm. Who, who, is that the guy that makes it? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's Weiner or Weiner, but yeah. Um, do you want him to do like seven perfect seasons? Or would you just want him to keep going forever and ever? <laughs> um, I think you have to cut it off before it, it Good stale. I think Sex in the City probably is a great example of a show that went on a season or two longer than it needed to, and then let's not even talk about the movie. I was going to say a movie or two too long. Um, no, I would much rather have because we're going to watch it and we're going to watch it forever through AMC reruns or buying it on DVD, and I'd rather have fewer really excellent seasons than 
than an eternity of mediocre seasons. Yeah.